The Amanda Wagner Podcast is the place to eavesdrop and participate in conversations about making choices about how you spend your time, who you surround yourself with, and figuring out what you want to be known for. This is a place to talk about the challenges of bravery, living thoughtfully and strategically, and finding your way to be known for something. Your hosts are AW and LP, ambitious, thoughtful women who both want to be known for something and decided to stop waiting for things to be just so. In today's episode, we talk about the type of support we give and what we need from others. We share our experiences of asking for the explicit type of help we need and the importance of explaining how you like to be supported before you need it. And in our regular occurring segment, WWAWD, we answer a question from our listener, Leanna, who's had an abrupt change in a friendship and isn't sure what to do next. Hi, LP. Hey, AW. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm excited for today's episode. Me too. Near and dear to both of our hearts. So yes. It's going to be a good one. I, I titled this episode, Will You Be My AW? It's perfect. Thank you. And listeners, you'll see why in just a second. Absolutely. So listeners, are you the type of person that has a reputation for being someone who others come to for advice because you're a good listener, you give great feedback, and you're always there to support the people around you? But when you're the one needing support, you wish you had someone who was just like you to help you? If so, you aren't alone. Liz and I both love supporting others and feel incredibly valuable and impactful when we can give meaningful feedback and advice to the people around us. And even though we're grateful when we're asked, in times of stress, it leaves us thinking, who is my person? Who is my Amanda Wagner? Or who is your Liz Pittman who can support us in the ways that we support them? If you've tuned in before, you know that I apply don't ask, don't get to pretty much everything I can. And so I started asking for the support I needed explicitly, and it started with LP. Following my whining of, who is my Amanda Wagner? I finally got the courage and asked Liz, can you be my AW? And I shared some specifics about how I support others and how I like to be supported. Lucky for us, Liz is here and can share her part of the story. I think we had kind of informally been doing this for a little while before we explicitly said we would be the other person's person. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been someone who people come to for advice, like always. Relationship advice, career advice. I've helped people prep for interviews. I've given the pep talk before the breakup. I've given a, what do I do next after the breakup happens to them? Yes. People value my opinion. And I'm not... Like, I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's my delivery or it's my tact, but it's a hereditary thing. Both of, oh. my, both of my parents are like this as well. It's a really interesting, I, I feel really lucky to, to be in that position and to be someone that people turn to in times of stress or when they need a second opinion. Um, but I've kind of always been this way. I'm very similar to you. And in... The spring of 2019, I actually started asking people why they came to me. So I would be curious to know your thoughts on that. But knowing that you are a good support giver and advice giver, are there specific topics that people come to you for or specific times in their lives where they're like, I need Liz Pittman? Uh, In terms of topics, it doesn't really seem to matter. Again, I don't know why this is. I just like attract people. And it's... Something that I think is really important to stress 
is if it's a topic that I don't know how to help with, Mm -hmm. I say that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope that things work out for this person, but I know myself and I don't want to muck around with issues and give advice if I am not prepared to. I know my own boundaries and that means within the topic, but also within my capacity in my own brain and in my own heart to be able to give support at a certain time. Right. And we're very similar mm-hmm. in that we're learning how to create better boundaries, but we're also the type of people who when we provide value to others, we get a lot from oh, that. Yeah. Like it feeds our own soul and spirit. But there's there's a point where we're giving so much and we feel depleted ourselves. Mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, it's 2020. Advice and questions can come in from anywhere. I Correct. get people I only know through Instagram asking me questions in my DMs about stuff. Like between all of the multi-level marketing <laughs> pitches I get yes. in my DMs. Yes. I also get this kind of um, asking for advice through Instagram. So it happens on a person-to-person in, in quote-unquote real life. But it happens... There's so many avenues for this advice giving to happen that it, it could be a constant if you don't set those boundaries. Certainly. And in some ways, that's part of the reason that we put in What Would Amanda Wagner Do? Mm-hmm. Because it was something that people actually came to me and would ask me for. So we figured, let's have an outlet for it. Let's share it. And we're using this community as a way to gather some of those questions so that we can give that feedback and hopefully share it with a large group of people at one time Mm -hmm. who can all benefit from it. Liz, it sounds like people come to you for lots of things. Yes, they do. And I think that they do for you as well. I'd love to hear your experience. I know you and I have done this with each other a lot, but I'd like to give me the history. What's your experience as an advice giver? People do come to me often, and I think part of that reason is that I don't bullshit people. Mm. I'm similar to you in that if I am not qualified, if I'm not confident in the answer that I'm going to give, I will refer people to someone else. But I also am somebody who will more often than not take the bold approach. So I'm a don't ask, don't get person. I will give assertive and meaningful feedback and really challenge people to think about what they want. Mm -hmm. I mentioned that in spring 2019, when people would come to me for advice or feedback, I would make an explicit point of saying, what made you come to me? And what came up most often is that people would come to me in times of change or transition because they see me as somebody who embraces change and approaches change with excitement instead of with dread Mm -hmm. or with fear I know that part of that comes from my origin story in a sense that I've mentioned before. I've had six careers. I've gone from being a a teacher in a really traditional role to working in startup land and being laid off, which if you've ever lost a job, been laid off, um, made redundant, asked to leave, set free, whatever (laughs) the language is that you choose you've experienced what it's like to pick up the pieces and figure out the next steps. So people have seen me as somebody who can pick up the pieces, can look for trends and patterns and maybe see something that they can't. It means that sometimes I'm a part-time career counselor. At the time, 
of this recording, I can think of four people in my life who are looking for a career or job transition and have asked for support in finding their next steps. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to us needing support, don't ask, don't get. Yep. Of course, yep. there's two big head nods over here. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast. You can't see us. Yeah, we're both nodding. We are our nodding heads. our heads. <laughs> um, when I need support, I learned to explicitly say to you, either in text or in person, LP, do you have any space to be my AW? And I imagine, or perhaps I want to believe, that you take on a bit of a persona and you put yourself in the headspace to give me the support that I need. And you know things about me that help you give that support. Mm -hmm. So for example, you know that I have the gift of anxiety and what I lovingly refer to as impatient ambition. You know that telling me to let it go or slow down and take a day off is not helpful. Mm -mm. No way. (laughs) And you haven't even tried. You haven't (laughs) been the victim of my like, okay, no, you're not my person. You can't support me. Uh, But what you do know is that helping me prioritize and think worst case scenario is much more impactful and actually helps me. Yeah. So I had to figure out what it means to be my AW. I had to dig deep and figure out what kind of support and help do I want. So I sat back and really dug into when I ask for you to be my AW, that means... And I've come up with three things. Ooh, you would. This is very on brand. Very on brand. <laughs> uh, you clarify what I need. So before launching into giving advice or finding a solution, you check to see, am I looking for a space to vent? Do I just need to be listened to? Or do I want feedback and advice? Uh, the second thing, you often will ask me what I would tell you. And then you sling my advice back at me. Mm-hmm. So you know that I think of myself as a good source of feedback and you help me be the third person and be a little more objective. And then, of course, encourage me to take my own advice. The third thing is that when I ask for you to be my AW, that means that you are able to give that space without any bad feelings or resentment. There have been times where I I will say, do you have space to be my AW? And you'll say, not right now. Yeah. Or you'll say, can we talk on the phone instead? Can it wait for another time? So we live above this bar of resentment where because we've learned to explicitly ask, we don't creep into burning each other out. Yeah. And it's an ongoing conversation. Oh, yes. Like we are, we're working on the podcast today. And today you asked me, are we above the bar of resentment? Like we need to be constantly checking in with each other, right? Because... Things will change on a day-to-day basis based on how one person's feeling. Certainly. Um, I will note I am a stickler for crediting sources. And the bar of resentment is language that my coach, Jenny Mustafa Julak, uses in describing pricing and thinking about the exchange of money and what exists below or above your line of resentment. So credit where it is due. Mm -hmm. I am taking the bar of resentment language and applying it to how we exist within our own friendships. What I will say is that Liz, you and I are similar in a lot of ways and I find that incredibly helpful. We are both empaths. We feel things deeply. 
We have an incredible work ethic and want to be the best at what we do. We're driven and loyal. And like I said, we're also both learning. We're learning to set clearer boundaries. We're learning to take things less personally and learning how to take less responsibility for the behaviors and feelings of the people around us. Mm-hmm. Liz is a Gemini. <laughs> yes. I am a Leo. Yes. I just feel like we have a bit of a dating profile happen. Yeah, maybe. And we're both dipping our toes into the astrology world to see what what all that means. Ooh, it's a yes. whole other puzzle. On the but. scale of woo-woo, I'm one woo. Yeah. I am a curious skeptic. Yeah. But I am a hardcore Leo, and I am an Enneagram 3 to the core. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know. <sighs> that's, um, I did that test, and yeah. I'm like three of them at once, so... Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk when about When you read the three, you'll be like, that's Amanda yeah, to the core. Yeah, I have. I Oof. have read it. It's confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Liz, how does somebody be your LP? And by somebody, I mean me. Right. So, I've struggled in the past with asking for help or getting advice or asking permission to do something. I'm getting better at this. Um, but someone, i.e. you is my LP when they are kind, uh-huh. they know the root of my problem, or they take steps to learn what the problem is. Yep. Do I just need to vent and swear for a, for a while, or do I need real advice? Yeah. Someone is my LP when they ask gentle questions. Mm-hmm. They have no blame or no shame attached to what they're offering up, but are also firm with me. Because if I'm in the middle of a problem that I am feeling really frustrated by and maybe on the edge of hopeless about, Mm -hmm. that person needs to be firm with me because I don't want to spiral. Right. So it's really important. And for our listeners who are trying to find their person that they can turn to in these difficult times, these are things, these are great things to think about is have someone who can offer up that kindness, but know when to say, okay, you have to stop. How can we dig you out of this? Or let's talk about something else. Let's reframe your perspective. So this doesn't just spiral and spiral and spiral. And knowing what we know about you, you are a positive person. Mm -hmm. You are an energetic person. So we have the advantage of having seen what happens when you spiral. And for us looking in, it's like, oh, that's not LP. No, it's not me at all. That's not you. So even recognizing that, I want to say there are times where you haven't asked me to be your LP, but I have said to you, can I be your LP right now? Yeah. You're very good at that. I, it's, it's, again, I struggle with asking for help. Yeah. So I just start talking and alluding to the fact that something is going on and you are very good at saying, do you need me to be your LP right now? Or I have space to be your LP, lay it on me, that sort of thing. So um, I very much appreciate that. And that's something that's that's really important for everyone to think about is making sure you have that space to be helpful to someone else and making sure if you're leaning on someone that you make sure they have the capacity to help you as well. Yeah. For our listeners who might not think about themselves as good advice givers Mm -hmm. or as people who others come to but they still need support, how would you suggest somebody identifies the ways they like to be supported? 
I think a little bit of trial and error is mm-hmm. important. And to think back on times in your life when you struggled or you were trying to make a really difficult decision and what helped you get to the end of that. Yeah. Was it a person? Was it a group of people who all had similar attitudes or different perspectives? Growing up, did one of your parents have a certain work ethic that you can identify in a friend you have now? Really just kind of trying things out to see what is going to be best for you. And you can have more than one person. Totally. If you're having, um, you know, professional issues, you might have a person. If you're having relationship issues, you might have a person. You don't necessarily just have to have one LP or one AW. Right. You can have a group of people who have your back. But I think, to take it back to your question, is to really fiddle around and see what's going to make sense for you. Yeah, I was thinking about this too. So how, how, what advice would I give for somebody who is trying to find their AW? And it's similar. Who are the people that you go to who give advice? And what is that advice like to look for those trends or look for those patterns? But I think it's also identifying what you need in that moment. So one of the first things that we will talk about in the, hey, can you be my LP or can you be my AW? We're getting clearer on this is what I need from you right now, Mm -hmm. especially in a work context. So there will be times where I will say, I'm not looking for feedback on this right now. Instead, what I'm looking for is for you to tell me, job well done, this is great. Mm -hmm. And we've had times even because we're both very self-aware. Yeah. We, we know who we are. There will be times where you have something going on and you're having a rough afternoon and you text me yeah. something and just ask me to copy-paste it back to you. Oh, you absolutely. Know? <laughs> you know, like sometimes you just, you know in in your heart in or my whatever. Hot in my heart of hearts. Yeah. It's the only thing I can say in a Boston accent. <laughs> in my heart of hearts. I can't even do that. But you know deep down what you have to do and you know what the answer is. But maybe you're just too scared to deal with it. Yep. Or you just, you know, that it's, just, it's a difficult thing to come to on your own. Type it out. Text it to a text it to that friend yes. and just get them to say it right back to you. Totally. And I I know that you do just copy and paste that back. I will say to you, LP, can you be my AW? And then I say, LP, can you text this back to me? I need you to tell me to stop taking what one person said so personally and let it ruin my day. Or can you give me permission to stop working on this thing for the afternoon? I can work on it again tomorrow. I don't need to get exhausted working on this one thing. Yes. I love that you reminded me of this. We ask for permission a lot here. A lot. It's a lot of permission. So let this be an opportunity for us to say, you have permission to find somebody to be your person and explicitly ask for help. Mm -hmm. So if you ever need permission, the Amanda Wagner podcast is a place (laughs) to get it. When you ask for what you need, shockingly, don't ask, don't get comes up again. When you ask for what you need, sometimes all you need is permission. And there's no real magic, but there's something that happens. And my coach, Jenny 
has a piece of paper, she will write me an explicit permission slip. Really? To do something. Really. That's it's like kindergarten awesome. and That's I freaking awesome. love it. That's She's awesome. also encouraged me to write my own permission slips so that if I need it, I can pull that shit out and it's there. But there is something really powerful about permission and we're not great at giving it to ourselves. No, we're not. So when I think about finding this person, I'm like, find the person who will give you permission to rest. Find the person who will give you permission to say what you're thinking. Find the person who will give you permission to leave something that isn't serving you anymore. Because those are the people who can be the best version of us when we aren't feeling like it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now is the point of the episode where we get to our recurring segment called What Would Amanda Wagner Do? We gather questions from listeners via Instagram and emails. In each episode, we ask that very question, what would AW do? So today's question comes from Liana, who is struggling with a friendship. She writes, I have a friend, someone who I was really tight with, and then all of a sudden she stopped texting, we stopped hanging out, Mm. there was no communication. It makes me wonder if I did something to upset her, but I'm 99% positive that I didn't. I feel like I'm being ghosted, and that's hurtful. How do I bring this up with her when it can be so awkward? Liana, awkward is right, my friend. I love when we get questions about friendships and relationships because, my God, navigating these things is really challenging. So if you've tuned in before, we've talked about the seasonality of friendships before. And in this case, it sounds like you're in one of those tough or off seasons of your friendship. Good news, you sound confident that there was no active dissolution of your friendship or a fight or something that happened but it's so easy for our brains to go there because when we can't think of any other explanation we instantly take that off on ourselves Mm -hmm. there are many alternatives to this it is possible that this person has a lot happening in their lives and they're experiencing change and may need to to turtle in and sort of move away from from friends or from even just their phones and texting Alternatively, this person might be signaling that they need a break from the friendship. Regardless of where she is at, you need to feel better. Mm-hmm. So we're going to D-A-G-G this. Don't ask, don't get for those of you who are new around here. Thank you. You want to know where your friendship stands. And if you've done something wrong, it sounds like you want your friend to know that you're here for her. So what I would say is reach out to your friend and put the ball in her court. Tell her that you are thinking about her, that you miss your friendship, or that you're looking forward to the next time you get together. Then explicitly ask her to reach out to you when she's ready and when she would like to spend time together. By asking her to be the one to reach out, you can eliminate some of your own worry and concern and still let her know that you are there for her. And it gives you an opportunity to cool it on the texting, Mm -hmm. to not feel like you're always following up, but to still be the friend to her and say, you are here when she needs you or when the time is right. Liana, I hope that's helpful. I think we have all been there. And in this place, what matters most is that your brain isn't spiraling into thinking about what you might have done wrong or creating problems where they don't exist. So... Simply wait for that person and 
give them permission to reach out when it's a good time for them. Thanks, Leanna, for your question. And thank you, AW, for that wonderful response. We want to hear your questions. So make sure you send them in to us. You can submit them via Instagram. You can find us at the Amanda Wagner. You can also find us online, www.theamandawagner.com. I love these questions. It's one of my favorite part. It puts me in the hot seat and I have to think on my feet, Mm -hmm. but please keep sending them in. We love to hear them and it really challenges us to apply some of the things that we stand by to all sorts of different situations. We hope that this episode helps you think about who your AW is or who your LP is and how they can serve you and support you even when you don't necessarily know what you need yourself. A first step to do that would be to recommend they listen to this episode of the podcast. Well played, Liz Pittman. Thank you. Very nice. It is, of course, your turn, as always. Please visit us on Instagram at the Amanda Wagner and tag the person that is your AW. Tag your LP. Who is this person that you turn to for support when you need it the most? And bonus points if you can tell us how they are able to give you the support you need. As a community, we can all benefit from learning about how other humans like to be cared for and supported and listened to. So thank you in advance for taking the time to share with us. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And because we live by Don't Ask, Don't Get, we're asking you to follow along with us on social media at The Amanda Wagner, sign up for the newsletter at www.theamandawagner.com and share this episode with a friend. If you love the podcast, please leave us a review. We will be back in two weeks' time with a brand new episode. In the meantime, see you on the internet.